What's up, guys? How's it going? Happy 2023. I hope this podcast is finding you well. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to As an Artist, a local famous records podcast about local artists, their art, the creative process, and the local scene. My name is Anthony Sosa. And on this episode, we have the band Chansey. This is a first for As an Artist. Uh, we have a full band on our episode today, and boy howdy, was it fun. These guys were such a blast to talk to, and their music is a blast to listen to. Please stick around for the end of the podcast so you can check out their new single. Um, this is also my first interview on this podcast over Discord, so we kind of had some technical issues kind of at the beginning of the podcast to work out before we really kind of get into the swing of things. So I just want to give you a heads up on that. But this was a lovely conversation. We really got into it. We talked about a bunch of different fun stuff. We, of course, talked about the band, the interpersonal band dynamics, kind of their escapades around the local scene. But we got to talk some fun talk about, you know, the creative process of music. We even get to touch on AI art and AI music and like what that entails and what that could mean for us in the future. Um, so I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Chansey is Alex Tuft on guitar and vocals, Austin Franks on bass and vocals, Cole Scott on synth, Richard Milton on guitar and vocals, and Jonathan Masters on drums. Thanks and much love to all of these guys for such a fun and lively conversation, and thanks to their manager, Bailey Douglas, for reaching out and setting this up. Check out their brand new single, Draw It at the end of the podcast and be sure to catch them. They've got some shows coming up here real soon. If you're able to catch this the day this comes out uh, on Tuesday, uh, January 10th, then they got a show just a couple of days away at Killers Tacos in Denton, Texas on Thursday, the 12th. And they're playing at 7 p.m. So it's an early show. You can make it out, get home in time for bed and work in the morning. So we encourage you to come do that if you're in the Denton area. Uh, they're also playing uh, this upcoming Saturday on the 14th at Sundown in Lower Greenville. And then they have another show at Ruins in Deep Ellum uh, at the end of March, on March 31st. So please check that out. Uh, links to all of their socials and everything are provided below in the, in the show notes, as always. And uh, without further ado, we will go ahead and get into the episode. Uh, enjoy. Awesome. Well, first, I would just want to say thank you guys uh, for taking the time to, to do this. Looking forward to having this conversation with you guys. Um, kind of what I... This is... This is a first uh, for me. Normally, I kind of do one-on-one -on -one conversations with people, like really getting into the details of the creative process and like how you, you know, define and make your art. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with an entire band uh, and and kind of seeing how how all this works, how y'all how y'all's magic works and stuff. Uh, I guess if y'all don't mind uh, starting off the top, would you mind like going down? each of your names so we can identify your voice with your name and then like what instrument you play in the band, what roles you play, um, any pr like previous projects that you've been a part of and or currently a part of, and then like three musical influences. I know that's a lot. Uh, who wants to go first? Sure. Uh, Bailey, Bailey says, uh, nice to meet you. I'm uh, going to just lurk and turn my camera off. Thank you, yeah. thank you for that. Fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Bailey was the one you're in contact with. She's our beloved friend and manager. Fantastic. Thank you, Bailey, for setting this up. This is awesome. Glad we can do this. Uh, yeah. For, I don't know yeah, why definitely. I can't hear you, but as long as you guys can, I guess that's the important thing. 
That's um, interesting. Yeah, we're playing telephone, I guess. Um, I guess I'm in the top corner. If that's what you mean, I can start. Yeah, that'd be if awesome. You'd like. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm Cole. I do all the uh, synth parts and stuff. Uh, I play some auxiliary percussion, tambourine, uh, some jingle bells here and there. Uh, I mainly use a uh, reason, the DAW, and um, nice. I don't really know how else to describe what I do. Uh, have any musical training or anything like that? Never been in in any other bands, but cool. uh, I listen to a lot of uh, like J-pop, Dimpa, and um, uh, Bee Gees, uh, Counting Crows. Okay. Um, pretty much a grab bag of stuff nobody else likes to listen to and that's that's about it oh there's thank plenty you. of people who listen to that stuff no that's that's awesome that's awesome thank you for starting okay, off. absolutely absolutely thank you all right can we do i guess alex next in the middle bipolar billy <laughs> yo that's me i'm jonathan jonathan sorry my ah, name, yeah my just... name is jonathan no no worries no worries <laughs> uh, i play the drums and it was just three musical influences right was that it Mm, yeah. I like this band called the Bar Kays, real 70s. They sound like Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I listen to a lot of hip hop and like house music. Uh, just like playing drum fills over it and jamming over it. It's really fun. Fantastic. We got like a real tight pocket in our band. So it's real nice to keep that pocket when I practice too. Absolutely. That's cool to hear that in your influences. Awesome. I guess let's keep going. Uh, I don't want to mess up any more names. Top, top right. <laughs> nice to meet you uh no i'm austin franks i play bass in the band chancy um it's been the only real musical project i've been associated with that um has played more than just a few shows or whatever but like i've been around a little bit um so it's too tough to like narrow down any sort of musical thing. So just three bands I've been listening to lately are uh, Haim, really like Haim. Um, been listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye as well, um, and also um, the soundtrack to the Jimmy Neutron movie that was made in like 2001 um, is absolutely deeply affected me as a human and has haunted me. Um, it's not a it's really yeah. in a good way or in a bad way. <laughs> um, you know, both All really, right. awesome. both. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a really unhealthy relationship with it at this point in time, Beautiful. but yeah, I'll just uh let you whoever's next go. Um, leave it it's there. hard to get him to stop listening to it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check this out. I'm totally unaware, so I'm, I'm intrigued. I guess you want, want to go. Uh, <laughs> Seal Bowling up. for Soup contributed to that, if I'm not mistaken. Seal up so it all ties back, you know. They're a local group. Yeah, absolutely. Denton represent. Yeah, that's true. That's awesome. Mr. Seal? Oh, it's me? I'm sorry. Um, apologize. Uh, <clears throat> my name's uh, Richard, uh, Richard Melton, and uh, I play guitar and do some singing and stuff in Chansey. And uh, to me, Chansey is like, you know, it's the main musical project that I'm like associated with that I, I love being a part of. And I do play in two other uh, bands 
uh, one called uh, Jacob Price Saz and the Loose Ends, and uh, another band called the Dead Keys, like on the side, for the most part, uh, just playing guitar in those bands and whatnot. But uh, yeah, the three musical influences. Um, I'm. Oh no! What happened? I lost them. Like I like his profile picture. What movie is that from? That's a good looking guy. El Dorado, I think. Yeah, El Dorado. Oh, that's right. That was beautiful. I'm I'm crying. I I never have heard. Uh, I hope you got that, man. I did not. I'm so I don't know what's going on here. I'm so sorry. I didn't get your three influences. I heard y'all mention the El Dorado, the Tulio thing, um, but oh, I didn't yeah. hear your okay. three influences. I'm so sorry, man. Um, no, you're good. Dude. Oh, the imp- sorry, go ahead. Go oh. ahead, Rich. Oh, they're just just the influences. Yeah, I caught the caught everything else. Okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, uh, the first one was uh, Genesis, and uh, yeah, I was just saying that, you know, I I can't stop listening to them as much as I sometimes try to stop, <laughs> and that's like how much I love them. And uh, you know, they're very influential to me musically. And then number two was uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, I really started getting into this stuff recently, and uh, for all sorts of reasons, for like the singing and the you know, the orchestration of the band, it's just this big party on stage. And uh, I feel like that's stuff we try to, we're trying to do with our band too, just be really groovy on stage and stuff. And then, um, what was the third one? Oh, you know, I I think I was going to say Beach Boys, but you know, number three's got to go to Nate Dogg, you know, if I'm being honest here. Like, Nate Dogg's in the same camp as Genesis for me. Like, I just can't quit. Nate Dogg's like, yo, I got to get on your music right now. I just can't. <laughs> can't stop man he's singing so good so i love that stuff uh just crooning you know this is beautiful so i'm loving the diversity in you guys's influences this is like this is fantastic nobody right does it better hell yeah <laughs> awesome. how we get along we love nate <laughs> we're big yeah. we're big nate heads around here hell yeah all right i guess let's go let's let's hit toothy what you got for us hey yo toothy up in here <laughs> i got a lot of tooth problems so I go by Toothy <laughs> and uh, I play guitar and I sing. And uh, if I miss any questions, just let me know. Right. A lot of my influences are like, a lot of video game music. I like a lot like Junichi Masuda. He did the Pokemon soundtracks and stuff for a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really like my Masayoshi Takanaka. Uh um that's kind of what i'm on right now so but i can't really think of anything else off the top of my head honestly that's okay no this, this oh is... the tallest man on earth the oh. tallest man on earth is like number one up oh, in there yeah. and uh i think that's all the questions right yeah so far i know i threw a lot at you guys at the very beginning i apologize about that no that's okay i, I just have a bad memory it's not your fault no there's a lot going on it's all gravy no this is cool so what I'll, I like to kind of start with, you know, people's influences and, you know, in my experience in bands, it is kind of everyone's got their own, right? We all kind of bring our own thing to the table. Um, but what ends up coming together and what's, you know, what ends up coming out of you guys may be, may be very different than what our individual influences are. However, like I can totally hear, like I've only listened to the, to the, to the single and a couple of other songs uh, from you guys, but I can hear already like some of these, some of these influences, especially maybe, maybe vocally, like I kind of want to ask first. Um, 
to seal. I'm sorry, I'm getting your 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 handles and your <laughs> names mixed up. Um, no, that's fine. vocally like there's a lot of vocals going on in your stuff, like powerful vocals. So you you said you brought up Earth, Wind, and Fire, like and Phil Collins. I'm guessing Phil Collins is maybe playing a role in that Genesis. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I love Phil Collins. Like, what is it? And this kind of can go for anybody, anybody who wants to jump in. Like, what is it about these artists that inspire you guys? Like, is it is it the sound of it? Is it the way it makes you feel? Like, what is it? I can I can start on that. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why you know I can feel inspired by an artist. But one thing I've always looked to is uh, looking up live performances mm. of like these bands and stuff that I love and both Genesis and like Earth, Wind and Fire, when I've looked up clips, I'm always just like, God damn, this is like hot. You know, they're <laughs> just like the way, the way Phil sings when I've seen him live, he's always like looking like he's cramping in his face. Like he's just <laughs> singing so hard, you know, like something just bit his toe or something, you know, and he's just, just giving it his all. Like, you know, someone's like slamming a hammer down on his head and he's just got this intensity and ferocity mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and then with like Earth, Wind and Fire, it's like watching that band perform on a stage. There's sometimes I've seen clips where they're all jumping up in unison and stuff. And they're just totally, you can see on their faces, they're just totally enjoying the whole experience and they're just living in it, you know? And uh, just seeing those bands perform, especially early Genesis when Peter Gabriel was wearing costumes. And that dude, like, he just was so into the music. He's like, I gotta make something for myself to wear, you know? and I don't know. I've always just loved bands that just lose their minds on stage and just go all out. So. That's awesome. Anyone else care to jump in and throw 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 in what they got? I got yeah, some. We like we like losing our. We, oh, you go ahead. I got some. I got so music really touches me emotionally. Ergo, the name bipolar Billy. You could have guessed it. I have bipolar. So really emotional, like really sad songs, and I'm really down. And really like the house music, you know, kick drum on all four beats, and I'm like really happy. So I really like our music because emotionally, our our lyrics are really really good, and they have like a bunch of other meanings. Like you hear them, okay, and it's like one of those bands where you like read them and you're like, damn, that man's spitting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. True. I feel like some one more. Of you guys had something to say. Toothy, I forgot. But <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I just, I, I, I agree though. Okay, I agree Fair. with all that. You all know, right. I, oh, you know what? I was just gonna agree with Rich. I'm just over here agreeing with people. I was just about to agree with Rich, and then so yeah, we like going off on stage. It's just fun, and when you get into that zone, and you go off, and everyone's loving, and the crowd's loving. It. I mean, it's really what it's all about. It is just special. playing for big shows, getting people dancing. Having a good time and talking to people afterwards and making friends. It's hella fun. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Like the the feelings in the community too, right? Like all that stuff. Yeah, and if we can get through to somebody with our words or help someone out in a tough time, that's just a really big plus. And then, you know, that's pretty much what's been driving us for so long. And there's uh, you know, everyone has their other reasons. Like, you know, Austin's got this weird kink where he likes to be laughed at on stage. But is it a, a masochistic sort of thing, or is it more of like stand-up comedian? Thing? Don't help yeah. me on a podcast, please. We both like it. We both like it. I mean, you know, I just tell jokes where no one laughs, and I just like to sit in it. Like that's just one thing that happens a lot on stage. We're also kind of weird like that too. I think the we weird. try not to do that. 
but you try to at the same time, right? I think the weirdness. Well, we used to. Sorry, I used to do it. I think it was. I think I don't think they liked it when I did it. The rest of the band, I think they just were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" <laughs> I like and, it. We were doing this one gig one time, and I was like trying to set up the next song. Alex was like, "Hold on, I want to say something to this." And we're at like a house show with like twelve people there, and I was like, "So what's up, Alex?" And he goes, "Yeah, I haven't seen my dad in six years," and I was, and just said nothing else after that, just like the silence, and everyone was silent, and we were just like. Okay, the next song is called. It's like you already know. Yeah, just kind of let him sit in it for a second. I mean, I I, I talk to my dad all the time. Actually, I I have a great relationship with my father. I just felt like saying it. Just was in my heart, and I just felt like saying it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we were trying just to be making people feel uncomfortable (laughs) for the for the fun of it. It worked. It was awkward. It was painful. (laughs) I don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry. I go on tangents sometimes. That's great. It's you... Castle Crest. Yeah, tangents. Yeah. What it's all about, man. So, okay, how how that was no, that was at a different house show. Castle Crest was went pretty hard though, because Pudding Tang was there. Okay, what is Castle Crest? Mm. Oh, what, what was Castle Crest, guys? It was the name of some gritty house show place in Denton, Texas, that we played at like one time. Took a twenty like eighteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Year one stuff as a group. Awesome. Uh, yeah, but that was then. So that kind of preempts my next question. Actually. I guess it's yeah. a good segue. I was going to say, how long have y'all been together? So I guess 2017, 2018-ish? Yeah. How did- so we started forming the band in like 2017, but we didn't really reach our full form until, I guess, 2018. But Richard didn't join up with us till 2019. And I just kind of consider us kind of born when we all when the five when the see individually we're all very small but together we're powerful absolutely make that, fi- that make fist. absolutely so be great but yeah how did y'all how did y'all coalesce like how did this happen what's the story i met austin on craigslist i really did i really thing? met him on craigslist i was like 18 in high school looking for a band and we were looking for a and drummer. he was in like another band yeah. at the time Mm-hmm. And I met him at a Starbucks, and we to were make sure. we made sure we were cool people, right? And then we went to the house and jammed, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've known Alex and Cole, well, I've known Alex since like the seventh grade, and Cole and I went to school together, but we weren't really friends until after the fact. And you know, yeah, we've known each other in varying lengths of time, really. Um, but yeah, got together just based on musical interest, really. That's beautiful. So yeah. uh, first, I want to say Craigslist. That's awesome because same thing. My I found my drummer in the Raven shirt, or our third drummer on Craigslist. Ended up being the best guy. Was a perfect fit. Like who knew? So Craigslist out there, it actually works, guys. Um, but wh- where? What part of DFW? Like were y'all all in the same part, or did y'all kind of kind of coming from all over the place? Where are y'all located? Uh. Oh, like you, um, like you mentioned, we going to like a lot of places, Dallas. man. <laughs> well, I guess you mentioned going to school <laughs> together. What's in school? Dallas proper now? Okay. Uh, Richard uh, is our beach boy. He's from Sacramento, and he kind of came down. Sorry, I, I hope you don't mind me calling you a beach boy because you might be the beach boy. I, um, I actually appreciate that. Uh, okay, well, I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> You're very talented. Sorry. Okay, oh, and uh, uh, beach yeah, man. Really D- DFW, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we just say Dallas now because it's easier. Yeah, I totally understand that. 
Yeah, this, Sorry. I guess, what, no, no, not at all. No, this is, I guess this podcast is kind of a DFW focused thing. Like every artist that I've talked to and on our label, we're all just kind of a DFW sort of thing. So I'm, you know, that's, that's I guess I'm just trying to figure out kind of the lay of the land uh, in, in that regards. So what are like, what are like your, your band dynamics? I know that's like a vague question, but like, who do you have one person who's the creative driving force behind everything? Or is it more of like everyone's kind of sharing their load, but like who's who's doing what? Everyone's doing everything. That's at a all great time. question. Yeah, but yeah, we're not we, like we don't switch instruments, but everyone writes to a degree. Okay, is everybody writing the same thing? Or no, we well, it's like we all we bring something. Sometimes like one of us will have a song done. Like for example, Richard when he. Uh, before he joined the band, he had a bunch of bangers and we've moved them into our set and we just kind of follow along. And he's like very open to like changing things to make it fit the group and stuff. But we try to keep it uh, the way it was while also kind of making it our own. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think our best stuff is the stuff we come up with collaboratively. And so it's usually like somebody has a cool part and like, oh, that sounds dope. And then we're like, oh, wait, if I move this here, it's in like the key. And then it, and then it's really we just combine a bunch of stuff and it's really fun to do and you can't really do that with a lot of people in groups there's always like one guy who's a writer sometimes or it's like you know it's all writing on one dude and when you have five other four other people to uh bounce off of it makes writing songs like super easy and fun do y'all do it like in the jam space at live or is it sometimes y'all sending ideas back and forth you know, over email or, or how, how, how does that process kind of look? Is it the same for every song? I See, hate emails, but uh, I'll let you answer. The short answer to your question is it depends on the song. Like there's lots of songs that we have, like where individuals will contribute more, but it, there's a lot of collaborations and everything we do, we're in the rehearsal studio, which is kind of where we are right now, okay. getting ready for gigs next week and stuff um we're up here all the time and we're just kind of playing until it sounds right and folks will come up with new stuff on the spot folks will bring stuff in and just lo and behold i don't like to question it too much but we'll get a really damn good song out of it and other times like there are songs that'll take five months to write there's songs that'll take five days and it's just kind of that's just depending on how it goes from the song to song gotcha when it's done, it's done. I usually take a recording home and like I do all, all my parts from home pretty much okay. aside from like tambourine and stuff like that. So I just do my homework and I bring it back and say, this is cool. Let's use it. And I think a lot of the time they're just kind because if my parts aren't bad, they won't tell me or if it doesn't fit, they <laughs> oh, won't tell me. Uh, you... <laughs> so let's, so let's, uh, uh, I want to dive into that for a second. It. So since you're taking your homework home and I get it doing kind of since are you or is it, is it like program stuff and live playing like how do you when you're doing your homework what are you doing it's a lot of uh mainly program stuff i have i i have very little actual like uh um live performance stuff when it comes to playing synth parts i can play some solos here and there but um a lot of it's just writing songs behind their parts so I, it's mm -hmm. kind of like a lot of synth parts textures midi instruments um sometimes vocal samples and stuff like that um but yeah i, I really just get a recording of what they're doing on a metronome and i kind of just build the rest of it at home and bring it back and we play it together gotcha 
That's awesome. There is definitely like a lot of layers in y'all stuff, which I appreciate. Like I like I like the complex music, and I think all, all those layers. You know, it can be a mess, but that's not what y'all y'all have put all this stuff together to where it really it really hits hard. And you can actually also like the mix. Y'all can hear everything that's going on too. So I mean, I I really I really dig that. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Absolutely. it it can go too too far in one direction for sure. I'm glad it's not hitting that way. <laughs> Certainly, it's a fine balance. Um, what, uh, what do you, as a group, like, what do you think y'all's strength, like as a band is? And maybe y'all have different takes on this. Our bond. Oh, we don't hate each other. For the performance. Performance. Yeah. We like hanging out. That's true. Yeah. What? Our talk, friendship. Talk more about that. No, I'm serious. Cause like that, in my opinion, this is something I say to people a, a lot of times, especially I, I teach guitar to young kids and stuff. And they're always kind of wondering, you know, what? how do we get in a band? What is that sort of like? And I'm always saying the relationship among you and the people that you're playing with, like that's the most important thing. The music comes and it'll be good if y'all are good and if your vibe is good, but like having a negative person around or having a person that's, you know, maybe taking more control than everyone else is okay with or whatever, like that doesn't quite work. So like, what is it about? I mean, obviously y'all are friends, obviously y'all get along and stuff, but like what makes y'all special? Um, I think it's the, everyone feel free to speak to, I think it's the combination of influence. And also I think it's the, our songwriting ability as individuals as well. We all have very strong attributes. And I think what happens was we kind of created a diamond by kind of making it all work. It's because when you've been writing songs your whole life and you're trying to write with someone else who's a good songwriter, that, that can often end up butting heads. But I feel like we've grown a lot of respecting each other as artists and other songwriters and basically giving each other that trust and vulnerability to like let them in on what you're doing or even like take a back seat and listen to someone else's good idea. Mm-hmm. I think we've ma- we've really mastered a sort of system of songwriting between each other, in my opinion. Um, and it took a long time. Like I think, you know we get along much better than we used to. Like when we first started getting together, I think there was a lot of butting heads over creative control. And now it's like, I mean, we still should, we butt heads actually healthy, but now we're, I feel like we're much more um, relaxed about it and it feels like a well-oiled machine, but I'd like someone else to say something too. I think to that end, I agree with all that. I think it's a really, really good take on that. Um, to that end, we definitely make mistakes in the songwriting process, but we don't throw in the trash. We kind of go over it ad nauseum and, and try, to, try to bang it out to where it's a, a song that we enjoy. And um, I, I don't know. I definitely think just a lot of hours trying to hone something that we believe in and something we, we think could be great. Even if nobody else ends up loving it, I think to make something together that we all like to some degree i think we communicate what we want to play as well like something we like yeah but i've like played with people before where like i'm playing something and i'm not enjoying what i'm playing right Mm -hmm. so there's been like an instance like i might be like oh i want a drum solo in a song and i'll get that fucking drum solo in a song um so i know we all we all like we're really good at communicating that with each other. Like if someone wants to play something more specific or a certain way, like we'll try it out. Then we'll try it a different way and we'll try it several different ways. And then we'll kind of just see what works, you know? Yeah, definitely. 
That's awesome. I mean, yeah, that the the ability to communicate. I can just tell having a conversation with you guys. Like, yeah, y'all y'all listen to each other, uh, and you have mutual respect for each other. And you know, maybe uh, it, obviously we all have egos, right? Especially as artists and as musicians. But y'all seem to be able to balance that and set that aside when need be. So I don't know. I think that's I think that's a beautiful thing. What what? So you you mentioned a lot of hours. Like, how often do you guys practice? Is it like once a week, multiple times a week? What does that session look like when y'all show up to the space? Ideal is two to three times a week, and each time being three hours. But we try to make a we try to make other people's schedules work. You know, we're all we all got our own stuff going on. Um, sometimes in the holidays we practice a little less. Sometimes like you know, like Rich he goes back to see his family in California, so that's kind of our two weeks off but you know when things come up sometimes we practice less as a group but everyone here stays pretty on top of their solo practice from what i can tell so yeah for a while for the first several years it was like two or three times a week easily yeah but the past couple of years i guess we're uh we're, we're still doing at least twice a week you know usually so that's a lot let me uh yeah, yeah, it feels like a lot sometimes for sure, but it's definitely worth it. Not in a bad way. No, certainly. I mean, it's just as time goes on, you know, everyone gets busy, life gets crazy. It's hard to to make that time. And I certainly remember yeah. like three times a oh, week yeah. was when my band was doing sounding the best, and then we could, we weren't able to do that anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe lucky to get one. So that's I can I can hear it in y'all's music that y'all are practicing that much. So I, th- I don't know. I think that's awesome. Yeah, we try to make it work when stuff comes up because we'll meet up just two or three of us sometimes and just you know get stuff down i mean me and rich uh seal up in here we we meet up and we do like a lot of uh we have to practice our vocal harmonies a lot for them to sound good because i mean it's they're hard vocal harmonies are hard so it takes like we get up there and we like practice the shit out of the ones that we really need to do y'all just do you know is is it how many vocals are there is it just the two of you guys or is there three three okay on this song I do sing on some of the other songs as well. Okay. Do y'all yeah, my bad, Austin. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> do y'all do like acoustic vocal practice or do the three, two or three of you guys, do y'all practice on your own working on just the vocal stuff? Yeah, it's a little bit of both of that, actually, because when we've worked on two or three part harmonies, sometimes I remember we're working on like a, a song called They Let Me and like Ride the Horizon. And uh, Alex had recorded, um, I think, my lead vocal on, like, Ride the Horizon. And then he just was, like, just chopping down everything, getting his parts and Austin's parts. And he just sent them to us um, just the way it was supposed to sound. And he sent me harmonies to uh, They Let Me, too. And we've done a lot of that, actually, recently. But we have done the just practicing all the same room together, you know. Uh, and it's good. That's good because then you can just all be together and Sometimes we'll just do it, you know, mass repetition. So we'll do it like six to 10 times just for the hell of it. You know, be like, hey, let's just do it. You know, we, we probably might be overdoing it at times, I suppose. But it's more like, you know, it's just the muscle memory thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just sit, getting it so ingrained that, you know, you can't forget it. Absolutely. Got to get those reps in yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah. Do y'all if have- I can tell a story about Draw It was like the lyrics to the song came rather late in the game before we recorded the vocals on it. And it was originally, there was just some stuff that we're repeating. And then Alex, who wrote all the lyrics to the song, 
like was like, Hey Rich, I've got like five more verses here. And so like the entire like week or two before we went and recorded that, it's just like them just like whatever they were doing, driving around, just like having the lyrics and just like practicing and seeing them. I took them to work with me. Yeah, yeah, he did that. Yeah, I I drive Uber. (laughs) I drive Uber and I was like, hey, let's like bus. I had to work and I was like, let's practice and while I work. Yeah. And so I was just driving around. We're just singing this, these lines and, and got it down pretty quick. I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have been able to do that. Rich has a really good memory. So he's able to pick up lyrics like super fast. And also he picks up on harmonies like super fast too. It's harder mm-hmm. for them to ask me to do the same thing, but um, like they're Austin and Rich are very capable. They're like really good with their ears and they're able to pick up harmonies like super fast. So I take advantage of that as much as I can. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Who's the, or there are multiple, who's like the producer? Like, I guess I'm assuming y'all have a recording studio or some, some sort of recording apparatus set up at your space to do your demos. Like, is someone in charge of that? Does someone take over like the technical side of that stuff? Or is it again, my, more of a collaborative sort of effort? Yeah. We have <clears throat> Austin's friend, Ethan, um, at audio Dallas. He, uh, he did our last song. He did draw it and Saturday, but a good shout out to, um, what is strange brew recordings? Yeah, Jacob was our guy. Who did the first Jacob Price says. Yeah. So a lot of our production comes from uh, a couple, uh, Jacob and Alice Zaz. They are incredibly talented. They're kind of like a one-stop shop for production and stuff. You, if you are trying to get a music video and a song recorded all in all in one place, I, I think they. Rich does does he still have his studio going or is he? I know he's living in a different spot is he still recording yeah. stuff he still uh, yeah he still is i don't know if he's got the studio set up in the new house yet but from what i understand he's still trying to do this similar setup to like what he had before and what i i've seen the new house too and you know it looks like yeah they can record stuff in there and whatnot but yeah Good, yeah they're super amazing like they've done a couple of our videos they did oceans over me uh he recorded the song and his wife she recorded the music video and we did, it was a blast. And so they're they're just really, really good people to work with. And they're super nice too. Yeah. We pretty much, I guess, outsource everything we do. We don't have any, uh, like sole ownership of a true, like recording studio. We have a little, you know, mixer and cables, you know, littered about our practice space. So we like to stream and record, you know, um, I guess true demos, Yeah, you know, not anything you'd like to hear on the radio, but, uh, we uh we we'd be remiss to not mention uh Brat Cantrell for a mixing and mastering uh drawing. Oh, yeah. Great job. Yep. Um, he's out in Oklahoma. We just kind of sent him the stuff and he sent us something incredible back. So he's insane. Yeah, he's, he's he's really talented. good. Fantastic. Um are who are there any other since we're on the topic, are there any other musicians, like auxiliary musicians that you guys reach out to or rely on for certain things that are part of y'all's network? Um, like like people who stand in and play with us? Yeah, like maybe on a track or something, right? Or just like a friend who does a yeah. thing that y'all reach out to occasionally. Well, we've done it a couple times. We had one of our friends, um, Pants Pony. He played on Oceans, and they uh, they did a couple of cello tracks on that. Nice. They sent it, and it was cool. They actually went over to their um, to their university. I think she. They um they did Ithaca or something. I don't know where they they had uh, some sort of uh 
like professional microphone that they recorded the cello and it was awesome. I'm rambling, sorry. But then and then we also have Travis. That guy he comes and plays the hand drums on stuff sometimes. It's a strange man what sitting I, behind Rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, whatever. He's he's there too. Put him on. Just show him. No, <laughs> we don't need to cheer for Travis. I love Travis, but I was wondering if busy. I thought that was one of you guys, and I was trying to trying to figure no. out like who <laughs> that's is that? uh, okay. different. Yeah, it's there. Sorry. Also, right. Alice has played with us, but we haven't finished anything with her yet. But she's she plays with us sometimes up in the studio. The girl I mentioned before. Awesome, awesome. Like, I guess yeah. how 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 important do you think like that community is of like your you know y'all are y'all are doing your thing. There's obviously like the scene, but like y'all's friends, y'all's crew, and your you know the extern the extended family from that. Like how how much do they help you support you? What does that look like? Very much. It that does that work make sense a lot. <laughs> yes. They support us a lot. <laughs> We're very grateful. Yo, for shout them. out, uh, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Victoria and Allie. Yeah for coming to our shows and jumping and Logan and, and Arlen. Okay. I better stop because it's going to be a lot of people. And I, but yeah, you know, yeah all of our listeners. I feel bad because I mentioned four and now I can't mention the rest because it'll be too long. Yeah. So you, yeah, you know who you are. Yeah. Free. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you some merch. Sorry for not saying your name. Yeah. What is Good. like, an, uh, I guess a big part of being an artist is the people who care about you and care to see you play and, you know, support you financially or support you just by listening or just say, Hey, that was a cool song or great job. And, uh, we appreciate everyone does that very much because I mean, going, here's me going to say the least. Absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going to say too. Yeah. Being like an unsigned kind of artist in a city like this, just being a part of like an arts and culture scene a little bit is kind of a really big driving factor to even do it, you know, at this stage, since it's we're not... Hard. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're it hard. is. We don't have money yet. We're not, like, signed We do what we or... want. We release when we want. Yeah. <laughs> no one tells us. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It makes us less tired when people pay us, though, which is nice. It's really weird. We get really, uh, yeah, like, people pay us ain't bad, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> It ain't bad. So actually, I want to. Let's still do it. I want to pull on that thread there for a second. You bring up a really good point. There is this game that we all, as musicians or bands, like have to play the release schedule, right? Or oh, you have to do this thing this way on this platform to get to these people. How do y'all yeah. feel about that? The game? Are you do like? Do you embrace it and, and do it, or do you reject it? Is it you know? How do y'all manage that whole thing? I'm in denial of it, but I'm coming to my senses for sure. <laughs> it's crushing. It hurts. Yeah, yeah I like not. I just, I'll just do it. <laughs> I love releasing shit. I think it's badass. Me too. My yo, look oh, at Oh, yeah. This. Yeah. That's what I thought. That feels good when we do that, yeah. Because a lot of bands, when we started five years ago or four years ago, whatever, like, they ain't around no more, man. They couldn't communicate like us. Mm. Yeah. We're and we just record when we say, yo, that's a certified banger. Then we go to the studio. We know. 
Do you feel pressure though? Do you, like, do, you, do, do you feel like the, you're obligated? Oh, we got to get this done by this time. Otherwise we're going to miss the, the window or the deadline or whatever. Or no, do you just, are you all just doing it on your own? No, nah, we've pushed stuff back. <laughs> yeah. We've definitely we've not yeah. abided by it. We like to like set up yeah. like a month maybe. Right. But like, you know, shit happens. I don't know. You know, I think that's one of my resolutions this year is trying to uh, help that those deadlines be met on my own end. You know, it's kind of like a, per, like a personal responsibility for everybody. And if everyone's lined up, it seems to work, but sometimes things happen and you know, it just, shit happens. Yeah, man. I don't know. So we're hoping to release more stuff this year for sure. Well, yeah. And I, and I look forward to hearing that from you guys. Um, just for me personally, like I struggle with it and I kind of reject it. I'm like, you know, I feel like to me as an artist, it inhibits my creativity having to worry about those types of things yet on the flip side of it if we want to be successful right if we want to take ourselves seriously like it's like you kind of need to do those things to a certain extent to maybe achieve some sort of level of recognition or a level whatever whatever we you know our goals are right maybe to achieve that goal we have to do this sort of thing so that's something that like i'm interested in and like i'm curious about what other musicians and artists think about because i like very much i'm like that's just some people saying that's what you have to do but obviously, you know, there are results in it and stuff, too. So I don't know. I, I appreciate y'all sharing that with me because I'm just like, I don't know. It's it's a thing we all kind of deal with and struggle with. It, social media, the Internet, you know, all of these all of these platforms. Uh, I just get beat down, man, on Instagram. Every time I open that thing up, I'm like, I'm supposed to be promoting on this. And like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I just want to yeah. play, you know, or what, or just hang out, whatever. So I don't know. Do, yeah, it feels good. yeah, do y'all feel yeah. that struggle or? I, yeah, I totally relate to you, man. But I just feel like sometimes you just got to throw on the knee pads, put the Neil name tag on and just go for it, man. You know, you know, sometimes you just got to go knee pad Neil on these struggles that you get and you just got to go for the win, you know, because there is like a set kind of path and a lot of people feel like they're too good for it. And, you know, and I, I actually agree with people who think that if you write good songs, you are I mean, you are above it. But if you abide by that sort of thought process that people encourage you to do and like post content, you know, follow trends, do covers, whatever it does. It does help you. And it's, it's just extra work. And if you're not willing to do it, then, you know, other people are like other people get in with covers and mm -hmm. all they had to do was do it, you know? And I think that's like, that was my, that's, I mentioned that because to me, I, I used to hate the idea of playing covers, but I'm, I'm coming around to it now because I feel like, you know, we've done so well with our original so far, and I feel like I've, it's already proven itself to me that our songs are good. So I'm like open to the idea of just, you know, what I don't know what the world like um, appeal to more people by learning songs that they know. And I'm willing to do that if it benefits the outcome of the band and stuff. Awesome. I feel that. Yeah, there, there's a yeah, maybe there's just the whole other side of the coin you know you, there's the play music and be creative side and there's the business side and the business side definitely uh, i don't have a mind for it some people do but it's it's tough for me to you know play ball i guess uh yeah that's just, that's just me yeah man no, I, to I totally understand and it's it's always in flux right it's always things are always constantly changing you got to reassess but yeah right. it's hard music's hard huh it's fun, but it's hard, right? If we want to, if we want to, yeah. seriously, it's so fun. I mean, it, the payoff is insane. Like, 
it's a ride that you get to go on that a lot of people never get to. And you, I think when you get deep into your, I guess, career playing and, you know, it gets hard sometimes. I think you got to remember that you have an experience, you get to have an experience that no one else gets to have. And that alone, well, I mean, just a few amount of people get to have, and that the rarity of that is something that you should covet and make that, um, have that like light the fire under your ambition. It is nice to be able to do that. That's beautiful. And actually I want to use that to segue. I'm sorry. I want to cut you off. No, I'm done. Um, let's take, I want to take that and kind of segue to those special experiences. Like what is, how do I ask this? If you guys had to pick a format or a way to make this art, would, what would you prefer only making this stuff in the studio and having all the time in the world to get it as perfect as you like, or only playing the stuff live and just doing the live experience with people that never actually having you know, what, what, what about those two very different sorts of ways of doing music appeals to you guys? What do you, what are the pluses and the minuses of that? Uh, for me, I would definitely say the studio cause I am pretty hypercritical of everything I do. And, uh, I'm pretty perfectionist to a fault for sure. And that would kind of destroy me if I didn't have a lot of control over my, my own parts. You know, I appreciate what everybody else does and I would never be as critical to them, but yeah, me personally, I would appreciate the control. Playing live is cool. Of course, you know, it's definitely a different beast, but I'd pick the former. Both, both is good. I feel like both is what makes us good at stuff too. Cause there's a lot of analysis done of our music, but a lot of it gets formed with our live shows too. So it's a pretty big, it helps, it kind of shifts, shape, uh, shifts the way we write things sometimes. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else Playing live kind of gives me that reassurance a little bit. Like, you know, we, you know, in the studio, you know, we think this one's going to hit and then you play it for the first time, you know, live, like it does. <laughs> yeah. And it's just kind of, uh, you know, kind of a little reassurance be on the right track, you know, like I can keep doing this. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, both of them, but I also would say like, if you're playing like live, but like improvisational, and I know it's a little off topic and you're just like really on the no, spot, I, the I do feel like that is when you get better as a musician. Mm. Like if you're really on the spot and don't have a lot of time to like fix your parts, like really pushing yourself, I do feel like that makes you better. Even though it's fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Improving in front of people is yeah, crazy it's like, hard. Sucks, but makes you good i'm done i'm bad at it by myself <laughs> honestly yeah when drummers are like all jamming together it's like man i thought i was good you know like, <laughs> it's a different beast i mean it's yeah. it certainly is a reciprocal thing right like when you when you like you said you write a song and then you play it live and maybe yeah maybe okay that actually hits like we thought it would or maybe it's like you know what maybe we should play this part differently because actually live that doesn't quite will do what we thought it did or something like that so, I mean, we, we definitely kind of do need both, but I was just curious because like listening to y'all stuff, like it's really, it's clean. Like it's really well produced. It's really well put together. I, I, I unfortunately haven't seen y'all live yet. I would love to soon. Um, I guess I was going to wait till the end, but let's go ahead and do it now and I'll do it again at the end. Where's y'all show your show coming up on Thursday? Uh, Killers, Tacos, Denton, nice. Sad, Allen will be there from Houston. And we have one on sun at sundown as well. And I can't remember the band we're playing with. 
Who uh, is it? Hive Mind Honey. Really cool Hive name. Mind, the more yeah, I think about it, the more I like it. Good band. Yeah, it's a great name. So what's um, uh, what, what what time are y'all playing? I guess that killer's talking. Uh, seven forty-five on Den- at Denton, right? Seven. No, uh, seven o'clock in Denton, and the uh, the Sundown show is. I don't know. Yeah, music starts at ten thirty at Sundown, but I'm not sure what the order is. Gotcha. I told yeah. you. Yeah, if you're in Denton, you can come see our show and still get home in time for bed too you know i don't think work the next day is really a good excuse to not go true true so okay how where have y'all played all over dfw fort worth dallas arlington denton and in your yeah we have dfw for sure which i feel like there's more places we haven't played that are lurking where we haven't suspected the look and i'd like to find those yeah, things are. Let me ask. So here, I'll I'll share how what I think, and then I want to see what you guys think. To me, the scene is and seems to be greatly in flux, from my perspective. It seems like a lot of venues in certain parts of town are closing down, other parts Absolutely. of town are blowing up. Um, where do you guys see that happening? What do you Where do y'all think the place that's, that's blowing up? Where y'all want to be at? Where's that at? I think everyone's gonna have a different opinion on that. I think uh, Pepper Mill, definitely Pepper Mill. That's the scene. Hold on. What about y'all? The best place to play is the pepper mill. No, dude. That's, <laughs> That's where we blew up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know if you know what the pepper mill lounge is. It is in Fort Worth. It's a little dive bar. Yeah, we're not talking about Is it the one on Division? Okay. No, oh, Yo, God. Shout out to JC Harmon. <sighs> Jesus. This place is like way like south west. Okay. Arlington, okay. like it's practically yeah. in Fort Worth, it's like a gun store, like right exactly. off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Essentially, I know right what you're talking we about. We have some yeah. good memories there. Good stories there. Low ceiling, like it looks like it used to be a restaurant. Is that the same place I'm thinking of? Yeah, okay. I think Maybe. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, one time been so we long. ate chili there. It was what? like a bar. One time we ate chili there before the show. They, they had, had beans. They just had beans for us there. We we showed up <laughs> and there was just. Beans. And we're like, beans. Hey, they got beans. Go. That's that's like Dude, the we're worst. all hungry too, and we're like, no way, we get a Free bean beans. up before we play. That's terrible. It was, <laughs> it was a good day. Honestly, I ate those beans, and I felt nourished. We and I, ate we played a great show. We ate them before the show. That were like, yeah, we old. ate them. I mean, like that sounds like the worst thing to eat before a show, as far as if you're yeah. jumping around and singing. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's you know, like... we were still learning back in those days. <laughs> that was that, that was, place was the... a type. It was no, like no a like kind of the closest thing to. Oh, sorry, Cole. No, no, I was. That's just. I don't remember it going that way. I remember y'all not being happy about how the beans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I, I think I just remember things wrong. But I, I, just, <laughs> no, no. I have it's such a beautiful memory to me. But it is. dude, I'm telling you, that place was. It was like kind of like a saloon, like a bar. It felt like a saloon, like a Western saloon in modern times. In a way, you could do anything. I really like playing deep alum. Yeah, yeah. Off the pepper mill. Yeah, no, deep alum is very different. My pick would be a deep alum Arco. I think that place is is biased. Yeah, I happen to work there, and I like it. Um. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. That that's is a good place. Some of our best shows have been there. Yeah. That's like our home. Yeah, I, I fucking Denton, love Denton bangs, honestly. I mean, oh, it's yeah. got a great scene. If you're a band trying to just play in front of people, I mean, there's 
people just show up to shows there and it's really really awesome um i would say like uh what was the place we played at with uh uh andy's not was it andy's uh josh fudge yeah i was thinking banana billy but i guess that's his name banana billy same thing yeah no josh fudge yeah that was a good show i like that that was fun at andy's yeah it's a good scene yeah what else is there? I think Ar- oh, yeah, Arlington is, I mean, I feel like Arlington is obvious, so I didn't say it, but I mean, the music school and the amount of talented bands out there, like Cherry Mantis, oof, those guys are flame. Watch out for Cherry Mantis. They're Table like sure. musician, Cherry musicians Mantis, are actually good at their music. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, at their instruments, not music, but their music is oh, incredibly yeah. good. Did we? No big shows. We uh, I personally miss um, uh, Mass. Mass yeah, was great. That was a rest in peace. That's not a great sound system. They did. Yeah, they were awesome. Though. I think if you're a local band at Mass, you're gonna do very well. Mass closed. If though. you are local to Mass, yeah. rest in peace, Mass. Yeah, R.I.P. for yeah. sure. That that, that came closed. out of nowhere too. No one knew they were closing until they closed. That was just that was. It's so sad. They're always really good to us, man. They were they were good to us yeah, for sure. An incredible sound too. Yep. Have y'all been to the new Lola's location yet? Over on Berry Street. Have we? Is that the yeah, one? We played, we played with uh what was the we band? Played we played with Cherry with there one time, I thought. No. Oh, Lola's, that's right. Yeah. Uh it might not be the new one. It was over by I don't know it was Fort before Worth COVID. At all. I don't leave my house. Enough, okay, yeah, sorry. if it's pre-COVID, it was over on the West Seventh area. Yeah, I'm in Fort Worth, so I'm kind of, I guess, more in touch with kind of this side of town. However, like I lived nice. in Denton for almost a decade, and that was our home my old bands that was our home base but that was a long time ago so like i don't get up there very much anymore and i'm it makes me happy to hear you guys say what i was hoping to you know, as far as denton being the place to be the place to play in front of people where people are still interested in music and show up to shows like that's my memory of oh, it yeah. for sure so that that's, that heart does me to go oh that's still the case like oh fantastic i'd love to get up there sometime soon maybe if i i I don't want to make any promises, but I'm going to try to come on Thursday. Like, I'm a teacher, so I work early and I work all you know long hours during the week. Um, however, like I don't know, this sounds really enticing. I've been wanting to get up there, and I'd love to see you guys too. So let's let's, let's make that happen. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. no worries. If not, you, that'd be what, great. What kind of what kind of teacher are you? A cool guy teacher? Uh, you seem like a cool guy. <laughs> Do you teach people to be cool guys? I try, I'm a history teacher, so yeah, I try to teach people to be cool via this is the history that y'all should know to be cool people. Uh, it, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very important. I think we're gonna have a chair reserved for you at the very front with your name on it. <laughs> oh no! So cool guy. Can, if you don't we'll show up, we're gonna have really yeah. 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 <laughs> Y'all are fun, man. Yeah. Okay, let's. Uh, I got I got some yeah, more. If I wanna, see you there. We would be we would be so happy, man. Yeah, I'm but but uh, also, uh, also no pressure at all. So let me tell you that. I'll, you know, do on air producing, on air business, whatever. What I do when I do get to make it to shows, uh, I got a couple of GoPros, I got a gimbal and a camera. I set up the cameras and I try to catch just the live performance of the whole band, catch the whole set. Uh, don't I don't charge anything if I'm if I'm coming out on my own time, and I just send you guys all the footage. Here you go, y'all do whatever you want with it, and I'll probably take like one song, maybe two, take the time to edit them and then put them up on our local famous YouTube page. Uh, and we've got uh, about 100-ish videos of different bands kind of around the area over the past couple of years doing that. So if I do make it, I'll be bringing my cameras and stuff. I'll set everything up. And then at the, you know, at the end of the show, here you guys go. Here's the Dropbox links, link, link or whatever. Um, so that's kind of the thing that I do. So just, uh, and again, I, I, I can't 
commit 100% right now, but if I if I can make it, that's what I'll be coming with, if that's cool with you guys, if y'all want something like that. Of course, dude. We'd love to have Absolutely. you. Hey, what did you say? Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say your handle on YouTube was? Uh, Local Famous Records is the name of the, okay, the, cool. the, the page. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, I was just making sure I had it spelled right. Sweet. No, not, Sweet. not at all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop you a follow, bro. I'm Yay. a linky to Wombat on YouTube. Thank you. Yay. The more the merrier. So uh, what? Are, this is totally out of left field now, but this has been a hot topic, I, I think, kind of in the, in the zeitgeist, especially among artists. What's y'all's take on AI art or AI music? I love it, and I want to see what happens. I too like it, and I want to see what happens, but it terrifies me a little bit. I don't want to be, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't want to take the question over. I'm like, no, I'm do really it. not much of a natural musician, so everything I make, I really squeeze out of me for days, and it's like, um, I would be fully support AI and AI art, and I think it's really neat, but it's just like, they look easy. You know, I don't want them to be like, um, I don't want to take your job. Not, yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to be one of those, they're taking our job people because I'm not. From but, the AI. <laughs> yeah, no. If the AI can have I, my job, maybe we'll get some more I money. Think it's cool. I think it's really um, cool. But like, I don't know. I don't, I think it's cool. I'm not going to say it's like better. I feel like it's like, you got the NBA and then you got like 2K, right? It's like people go on to see the NBA. They're not going to want to see 2K. Yeah. That's the deepest. Yeah. That is beautiful. I'm sorry. Oh, I got a catch. That's like the best. That's, yeah. That's good. I hit the, I hit the bullseye right there, I think. Yeah. Here's my take yeah. on it. Uh, go ahead. There's a lot of songs that you can go G, C, D with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot that makes that song different as an artist putting their own kind of soul onto it. And so I think it begs the bigger question is, do souls exist? And if so, can AIs just completely replicate it? And if that's the case, then like, come on, I don't have to work so hard. So they're just going to, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, live music's still going to bang. I mean, playing guitar in front of people, even if an AI can do it way better than you, it's, I mean, it's still going to be fun. And, you know, people like to see people play. And honestly, I think mastering these new tools coming out with AI is a, it's, it's going to be easier for people who have a gist of music in the first place, who have spent a painstakingly long amount of time doing it. I just don't think your talent is going to be worthless with AI coming forward. I think fearing it is, you know, I think it's foolish. I think you should learn how to like, learn how to do it and, you know, check it out. It can't take away like, you know, your music, your music skill and like playing instruments and stuff. It's dumb to fear it too. That was exactly what I was worried about. I didn't want my effort to feel worthless, but now that you said it like that, I don't care. People called techno music soulless. People called hip hop music soulless. Like they've been saying the same shit for for decades, and it's it's we're gonna adjust, and it's gonna in like have a kind of positive influence, probably. It's like we have to have a change for things to different. We're in a state where everyone listens to everything. You ask anyone anything, oh, I listen, I listen to everything. You know, that's the answer. 
And the thing is, it's because all the genres of music have like people are rewarded now for combining as many things as you as possible when a band tries to sound like oh i'm gonna sound like like only a punk band there's value in that there's gonna be like a lot of shows people are gonna show up but if it sounds too much like something else like what you know it you're gonna have limited success unless there's like some sort of gimmick involved i feel that's just my opinion i don't know anything i'm not even successful that's just my take on it but <laughs> i do think um you know, I just went on a tangent. I don't remember what I was talking about. Yeah, I feel like an idiot because I don't know anything about AI stuff. Well, I mean, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I me certainly too. don't either. Richard, what were you going to say? You're the only one I haven't heard from yet. Oh well, I don't know. Um, I didn't even know they were. We had AI getting on that that job. You know, like I wasn't sure we'd come that far yet. I mean, I've been under a rock for way too long, I guess. But, but uh. I think it's kind of cool. I, I just would want to hear what the music would sound like and be like, damn. I want to do something else. Actually, dude. SpongeBob yeah. Electric Zoo. Yeah, like if it's I was inspired. Yeah, if I was inspired by some spanking, you know, really hot licking, you know, AI music, you know, I would want to be like, all right, let me see if I can do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, this is yeah. a, this is a pretty positive well, response. I didn't know all the first people that I've asked this question to, so I didn't know. I've been hearing a lot of doom and gloom. They're going to take our job sort of thing, which like automation. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what your job is. Automation is going to take all of our jobs here soon enough. True. Uh, we should start be questioning. I like, hope so, man. I'm sick of working. Yeah. What's the point of jobs? Like literally, right? <laughs> we could be. We should be asking that question, I think. But to hear all of you guys, for the most part, be saying like, hey, this is a tool. We should learn how to use it or learn how it can help us or inspire us or whatever. Like I... I agree with you guys, and it's like it's kind of cool to hear all of you say that. So I don't know. That 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 that's fun. Um, like, yeah, it'll yeah. help us until it replaces us. Don't worry. It'll it'll be like a long ride before we're obsolete. We'll be before then, it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. I mean, everything will be fine if we're not here. It's it's fine. <laughs> so okay, let's get let's get to uh, draw it. Okay, but I guess before we finish up for today, um, what uh. Where okay, where do I even start on this? Where, who who where where the song come from? Who kind of put it started putting it together? Was this one of the everybody doing it, or did someone have the the kernel that you all put together on top of? <laughs> everybody, man. We were one time super faded at our studio. Well, I mean, I was, and we, it just kind of came out, and it was it was fun. I wrote most of the lyrics I, with a lot of outward influence, like when I would bring it to them, but. Um, I, uh, I listened to the song from, uh, Pokemon National Park and I learned the chords to that and I really liked this melody that was in it. So, um, that was super influence of influential of the chorus for me. Yeah. And the verse sections, um, and the kind of verse and verse A and verse B, I guess, parts of it before the choruses, man, it's kind of hard to say what the structure of the song is but anyway it's interesting it's not a it traditional some, structure yeah yeah it really is i mean it's it it's just a lot of singing and a lot of kind of playing on those kind of you know progressions all together and at different dynamics but uh, i had we had an old song in alex and i's old band that was kind of like a alternative rock meets reggae punk type group um that we would we would play that like an insanely fast pace and we just and we were jamming on something that sounded a lot like it one day in the studio that uh richard actually brought forward 
And he had never heard any of that shit before. And he was just like, yo, what if I just played this underneath that at this new kind of, you know, uh, like new speed, if you will. And it just kind of came together kind of like that. And I mean, it just kind of fell right out that way. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. I took it home and wrote some riffs, I guess. <clears throat> and that was that. Where did the, with the bass chords, like, was that part of that initial idea that y'all are talking about? Or was that something that you were hearing? Yeah, that was I think awesome. it was. That was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Had, Austin, yeah. And that was like kind of a mixture of things. We all, that's like a good example of the collaboration. Some of these yeah. riffs that are in these songs we've had since we were like 16 and stuff. So we've been, and then we just like, you know, we put them in a song and it works. It's like they're meant to be finished with someone else helping them. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's something you just don't hear very much. I was hearing a lot of the, the chords, the obviously the vocal harmonies, right? There's a lot of vocals kind of kind of up front the whole time that, that sound great. Um, and then we have like these guitar leads in conjunction with like synth leads too, at the same time, kind of in the back, sort of. I guess I guess you can call them leads if they're in the back. Um, and like the chord changes. I don't know. This is it was like a it was a dense, very interesting, and like upbeat and poppy song like is that okay if i say that do y'all agree with that assessment like yeah i always think so like it's just supposed to be it's supposed to be say it again it's kind of like both but i i you know i think that interpretation of it is accurate i always feel weird telling other bands what they what their stuff sounds like right because we and we all have have our own concepts in our head so okay you got the song how, the video right you've got the that that's a whole <laughs> like what would you uh, guys say the concept for the video is um i don't know <laughs> All right, I'm, going, I'm going pee so i can't really talk more. i thought it was a sitcom i thought our video yeah, was sitcom. supposed to be a sitcom it has like the title Chansey and our names and all that. Okay. And then it's like we all have our different personas. Our, our like good Rich friend. has like the B ball clothes yeah. and I'm dressed like a emo goth guy. Austin's a dad. Alex is a tubby gamer and Cole's a cowboy. That's me. Okay. Who moonlights I, as the cosplayer? Yes. I like, <laughs> yes. Duality of man. Cowboys, cowboy hats and dresses. Cowboys cosplay. Our friend Andrew Sherman came to us with kind of a vague idea, <clears throat> and he said, "Let's do it." And we were like, "Sure." So, awesome. Kind of let him direct it. So, I, I mean, I think next the, time. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I was going to say, next time I talk to him, I'll just ask him what he had in mind. I think the general idea was a sitcom. I mean, I can see that now that you're saying that. That, that makes a lot of sense. Where did y'all? Uh, where did y'all shoot? Like, shoot it. Was that one of y'all's house? Was that uh, a separate location? I was in my uh, uncle's house. And, like, my house, in my house. I was there. <laughs> no, I live there. It's my house, though. <laughs> Wait, guys. <laughs> I actually, I actually wanted house. to say something about... I wanted to say something about the meaning of the song, but I couldn't because I was in the bathroom. But um, there... Uh, so a lot of the song is something that struggles with accepting people's inauthenticity. And I think how the music video ties into that, it's kind of um, subliminal, but a lot of us are being like hyperbolic versions of ourselves to a degree. Mm. And it's kind of all comes out. It's a kind of like an inauthentic portrayal of ourselves. 
And, and in some ways, like Rich played basketball in high school. John, I don't know if John with a goth. I just liked his costume. That you know, no, but I really cold like dresses dress as. I'll tell you that much. I feel like uh, well, what he dressed ass. as is how I. What Cole is dressed as is like how I envision him as a human being. John like, is in my head. South Texas with some ranch land. Yep. And honestly, like, he got some bad like, man, I gotta go feed the cattle. I do have to go feed the cattle. I do do that. Y'all just. It's true. It's like almost Napoleon Dynamite. Like I feed the llama. Like pretty close. It's true. Make him a damn quesadilla. Well, That's I think. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, the vibe of the video, I think the energy and the vibe like matches the vibe of the song. Like y'all, it's fun. The song is a fun song, and like the video is definitely a fun video. But I was like, I was trying to read or interpret like what's going on here, and I was so that's why I wanted to ask you guys. So that that actually does clarify, that clarifies things. So that does help. So I appreciate that. Um, Good. What uh? So what's coming up? But uh, before we get out of here, what do y'all what what are so y'all mentioned some dates earlier? We got Thursday, and then you said Sunday at sundown. Uh, Saturday. 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 Okay. What other Saturday. do y'all have any other good one dates on the uh books dates on the books? Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, any other songs releasing soon? What what what's what's coming up here in the next three to six months for y'all? Uh, we we have a, a lot of stuff that we have recorded that we're working on. Um, we there aren't too many dates set in stone necessarily, but uh, as far as I know, those are the only shows we got. There's some releases in the near future, so be on the lookout. Yeah. Live streams. Y'all y'all know as much as we do. We don't know. We don't. We've been live streaming to our YouTube, so yeah. Y'all got a good YouTube. Y'all YouTube's pretty solid, I must say. Thank you. Let's uh, Thanks, man. We hope it grows a little more. We really are trying. Well, hopefully this little <laughs> little podcast can help in in whatever way that we can in that regard. Um, do y'all want to run? Yeah, down? we're trying to produce more content as well. Like I think we're, there's going to be a lot more stuff on us on uh, social media and stuff. Like not about us, but stuff that we're going to make. We're actually <laughs> we're actually working a green screen today, and we're going to try to make a couple of short videos. We like to write these like little dumb songs, and they're like hey, stupid, like ten seconds. Yeah, we have here. stuff like that. Trying to run away from the music, and I'm like in our studio, and there's bands playing, and I'm trying to protect y'all from the sound. Uh, um, we're good. Yeah, we're gonna try to produce like smaller content and post it on our mediums and stuff, and um, on top of some song releases, and hopefully a tour as well. Hell yeah, hell yeah! What do you want to run down your social for for the band, and then if y'all want individually as well, uh, throw out your socials and maybe get a couple extra followers there, here and there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm Winky to Wombat on Twitch. Um, I like playing Halo on that. Uh, you can follow me on that. Uh, other than that, you know, you can follow Chancy Band underscore Band. I think at Instagram, right? Chancy yeah. underscore Band. Pretty much everywhere. www.chancyband.com. Easy. There you go. There you go. We're certainly going to provide all these things in the doobly doo in the show notes below for the listener, so you can go just click on those things real quick if you want. Thanks, thank listeners. You. Awesome. Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for having us, man. This was so much fun. Thank you. <clears> you. Yeah, dude, thank, thank you guys. Place. Thank you guys for let for giving me y'all's time. Thank you guys for being down for this conversation. I'm glad we were able to put it together. So I, I it's a pleasure meeting you guys and getting to know you guys. Uh, and I'm certainly going to be keeping my eye on y'all and seeing what y'all are up to. And uh, hopefully we can continue to do some more stuff down the road. Yeah, this man, is our best you. interview we've ever had. Like, I just want to say, like, you, you, you did a really great job. And. Really appreciate it. 
You got a really, you have a really nice voice too. <laughs> and also I like your, you, uh, you, you know, the guy from El Dorado, like, honestly, like, I feel like you <laughs> said that vibe. <laughs> you can judge a picture, dude. Profile. <laughs> you, you should, you should really do, do that okay, dude, Halloween. I think I'll do that this year. I'll give you the shot. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw a Halloween party. You should come. Let's do yeah. it. I'll be there. I'll be there. That's plenty of time out there. Awesome. Well, yeah, you. maybe uh, if you're in a group or something, we could play a show together or something. It'd be fun. Let's do it. Temporal Distortions is my band's name. So, yeah, I'd love to love to play a show with, with y'all down the road. Let's do it. Hey, let's do it. Awesome. Well, you guys have a fantastic uh, weekend and week. And uh, everybody, check out Chansey. Wasn't that fun? I thought that was super fun. I hope you thought that was super fun, too. Please, please, please check out Chansey on all the socials. Go down in the show notes, the doobly-doo below. Go click on all of their stuff. Follow them on Facebook and TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and, and show your love for Chansey and listen to their brand-new single, Draw It. <laughs> <laughs>